It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino at chumbacasino.com. Choose from hundreds of social casino-style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. At the tone, the time will be exactly time for the Mo Kelly Show. Set it off, Mr. Mo Kelly. KFI AM 640 is hour two of the Mo Kelly Show. We're live everywhere on the iHeartRadio app. And if you've been following me on Twitter, at Mr. Mo Kelly, M-R-M-O-K-E-L-L-Y, well, you already know what I feel about Elon Musk and also his takeover of Twitter. If you don't follow me on Twitter, well, I'm a pretty good follower, I've got to say. It's, it's always lively on my Twitter timeline. But let me just very quickly just catch people up who don't know and clear up any misunderstandings. Elon Musk, as a Twitter personality, I like a lot. He's funny. He's engaging. He's self-deprecating at times. I don't think he takes himself too seriously when he's on Twitter. Now, Elon Musk, the the manager of people, the businessman, I don't like so much. I would never want to work for a guy like Elon Musk, given how he's treated his newly acquired company and employees. The emails that I've seen that he's written, his public behavior, given those emails, his expectations of his staff and his treatment of people. And now, don't get me wrong. He bought the place. He could do whatever he wants with it, but it doesn't mean that I'm going to co-sign anything that he does. And I'm always going to uh, side with the employee. That's just who I am. And I see a lot of mistreatment of employees. If you're going to fire people, fine. But if you're going to be an ass about it, then I'm going to talk about it. You being an ass. And from what I can see, Elon Musk is not a guy who I would ever want to work for. And I'm not alone in that belief. If you look at the, the mass resignations, when I say mass, they just had 1,200 resign in the past week. And it's not, and I know I, a couple of people have hit me on Twitter. It's like, well, if they resign, good for them. They weren't essential anyway. We're just trimming the fat. No, that's not the case. You lost like your whole payroll department. You lost top engineers. You lost your whole communications department. After a while, you cut so many appendages or the appendages fall off on their own that you cease to be viable and function as a company. And that also says that people don't want to work for you. And it also says the people who are still there may not remain there for a long period of time. In other words, just because I haven't resigned yet doesn't mean I'm going to hang around. It could mean I'm just getting my resume in order and feeling interviews. And when the right time comes along, then I'll leave. Yeah. You're getting a check. Yeah. There's an important point that you uh, pointed out on your lively Twitter three uh, feed for everyone who was coming at you talking about uh, good riddance, trimming the fat. They weren't necessary anyway. And you reminded everyone these are people who quit. That's different than people who were fired. fired. Yes. Okay. <laughs> when these people leave the company, it's not good riddance. They weren't. A, no, you're, you're, it's, it's they different. They're expected when you, to stay. Yeah, you, you needed them there. 
Okay, this wasn't something Elon was ready for. These people left and he left him high and dry. I'm quite sure when the whole payroll department resigns, that makes business a little bit more difficult. It makes it more difficult to get uh, bills paid and so forth. Are they replaceable? Maybe, possibly, probably. But does it make it more difficult for Twitter to be on the right path to profitability? Definitely. It makes it much more difficult because that's called chaos. Think about your company. Now, when Elon Musk took over, there were about 7,500 employees. He fired half of them. Let's say 3,700. Okay. And the remaining 3,700 he thought were either necessary and or valuable to the company. But a third of those, the 1,200, walked out. So what does that tell you? It wasn't anticipated, not in a financial sense, not in an operations capacity sense. Here's the truth. Elon Musk needs to do something to improve the staff morale so he doesn't keep bleeding talent. And that's an issue separate and distinct from keeping advertisers. And that's different from... Um, creating a revenue stream. They're, they're different problems. You know, let's say he gets advertisers. Let's say he creates a revenue stream. If I don't want to work for you, when I say I, the, the, the mass uh, Twitter mm-hmm. employees, then you still have nothing. And not everyone is replaceable. We're talking about some of the top tech minds, not only in the country, but around the world, because a lot of Twitter's workforce is remote and international in nature. But, I guess Elon Musk has a way that he wants to create another revenue stream now, which doesn't uh, necessitate, doesn't require subscriptions in the traditional sense, and it doesn't require ads in a traditional sense. It seems that, Tuala, I hope I'm reading this wrong, and I'll tell you why in a second. I hope I'm reading it wrong. That Elon Musk, in his desire and also, I don't know, desperation to create a revenue stream is going to introduce a pornography component to Twitter. Yes. Yes. He is going to monetize adult content. Um, but many are saying, of course, and you know this, Mo, there's no way that Twitter's going to be able to pull this off. There there's are, no way. There are a couple of reasons why I don't think he can. If only because it, to gain something is to lose something. Twitter has the highest user rate and the most number of unique visitors in part because there was a degree of credibility associated with it. You have all the news organizations. You have all these heads of state and politicians which use Twitter. I don't know if you can keep all of that and also introduce porn. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. And especially in a world where everyone is more aware and very keen to the dangers uh, posed by sex trafficking, um, the dangers that are imposed upon sex workers and how many of them are trafficked men and women. And now you're adding an aspect to Twitter that I don't, from what I'm reading, this does not look like an OnlyFans kind of No, I'm thing. talking porn. <laughs> yes, yes. So, so we're talking like... The, not nudity, uh, straight, there's a difference. Yes, straight adult content. And being able to have a, I don't know, a red check mark next to your name for a <laughs> porn content or R next to your name. I, I don't know. I, I don't know how you think that you're going to roll this out because 
you already are saying that you're going to make Twitter the Wild West as far as we're going to let people say and do whatever they want on Twitter within a scope of reason. But you're not saying that Twitter is going to be 18 and over only because kids are still on Twitter. What are we doing about that? Here's something else. When I say that when you add something, you probably lose something. Well, the advertisers that he has now, the advertisers that he's lost, like General Motors or let's say American Airlines, he's lost a lot. Those brands don't ever come back. And you're going down a road that you'll never be able to come back from because you're going to lose all of your – put it another way. There are certain advertisers which don't advertise on Pornhub because they don't want that brand association. Yeah. Okay? Yeah. You're not going to get Honda. <laughs> you're not going to get GM. Not that he wants a car competitor, but I'm quite sure he would want to take their money. You're not going to get some of these big-name brands willing to spend millions of dollars if you're going to be advertising porn. And if he's going to go all in on porn to make sure that that's going to be able to uh, supplement his 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 revenue elsewhere from the blue check marks, $8 a month, good luck with that. Good luck. But I think that there's a cost to be paid. Like they say, if we were playing dominoes, we would say what, Tuala? Not all money's good money. Oh, yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that is a, a, a fact in this. That is what you were actually saying. You know, saying he is not shaking these bones right. And, you know, he he's getting some some really, really unusable uh, bones right now. It, look, and if you don't play dominoes, you may not get this reference. But for those who do, this is how I'll end this. 6-4, never domino. This is the Mo Kelly Show. KFI AM 640. We're live everywhere on the iHeartRadio app. Science. Attention shoppers. The new Atari cartridge game is in. With the Betamax at your command, you'll never again be deprived of watching whatever program you desire. Let's go geek. Let's go geek. Let's KFI go AM 640. Mo Kelly here. Let's get our geek on. CES. It's back, but it's back as in like a full-fledged in-person event. CES this year is in Las Vegas, where it's always been, but it's going to be January 5th, and it's the tech convention confab, the largest one in the world. And since there's this this desire for this in-person event, which it hasn't been for the past couple of years, I suspect that the attendance will be tremendous. But this CES is going to look, is going to sound it's going to feel just a little bit, little bit different. Now, it's going to take place when, in partnership with the World Academy of Art and Science, and it's going to be in support of United Nations efforts to advance what it calls human security for all people. So there is a social corporate accountability slash global sustainability portion to all this. Now, Gary Shapiro, the CEO of, of, of the Consumer Technology Association, which owns and operates CES, said that the term encompasses what most Americans think of as human rights, to going back to the phrase human security, including access to food, health care, clean air and water, along with political and security rights. And if you don't like 
CES taking a stand on issues in the world where you're just going to have to get over it or you're just going to not go. But CES is going down this road. Quote, it's pretty cool because a lot of the companies obviously are focused on sustainability, which is the overall theme. And that's what Gary Shapiro said in an interview with CNET. But he went on. But human security, as they call it, and human rights, as we call it, is really important for defining the future and how technology can make a difference in a very positive way. Close quote. I've never been to CES, and I think it's more been a function of just my work schedule, but I would like to go to CES. This pivot, if you will, to sustainability and corporate responsibility doesn't hit me anyway, neither here nor there, but I would be interested to see what type of technology does come out of that particular pivot. I could see California uh, politicians, um, senators, the like, everyone who is pushing for, um, what is it, the electric vehicles by 2030 or whatever it was, whatever it is that we're supposed to be moving over to electric-only vehicles and uh, non-gas-powered mowers and all this stuff that California specifically is looking to enact as a part of cleaning the skies and reducing our carbon footprint in California, I'm thinking everyone's going to be at CNET to see what companies are releasing products to help us do that, whether it be phones whose batteries are not going to pollute the population after you're done with the phone or uh, a new kind of disposable paper plate. So, or uh, maybe a, a biodegradable straw since they're trying to make us uh, ask for straws. And if you don't ask for one, you're not going to get a straw. Maybe some type of biodegradable ketchup packets. We can get the ketchup packets at the drive through without them being pressed for us asking for them. Maybe a biodegradable plastic bag. We were just talking about the plastic bags. Maybe there's a company who's going to give supermarkets in California a plastic bag that we can use. Well, it's interesting you did mention food or something food adjacent with the, the ketchup packets. Food and its growth and production are also expected to take center stage at CES this year. With the CEO of John Deere, John Deere, scheduled to deliver one of its keynote addresses, marking a first for an agricultural company. Mm. It's, you would think John Deere, yes, there's technology, but... It's more agriculturally yes. focused as far as what it does and, and the types of technology that it provides. They also said that um, healthcare, sports, fitness, metaverse, and artificial intelligence companies are expected to have a big um, forum and are supposed to play a big role at this year's January event. I look forward to it. Maybe we should. Um, it's someone- January when? January 5th. January 5th? Yeah, we we know some folks who probably will be going. That's interesting. We, we definitely know some people who will probably be going. Um, it's interesting that it's going to be in January. That I mean, that opens up the possibilities of us even being there. Yeah, yeah. You never know. Yeah. You never know. I mean, every new year brings possibilities of, you know, new beginnings. Yeah. Um, you know, new wallpaper. Uh, new shoes you ever want to get just a new outfit just want to just change your look yes change the whole vibe change the whole feel yes add to 
what you've already got in stock. Yeah, you're not th- you're not necessarily going away from everything before, but no, you're just adding to you're it. You're adding to it. I, I think CS is something we may need to add to hmm. things that we attend. Yeah, you know, I, I think I... Okay. Let me see if I can call someone. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, lo. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders. From ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities, CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov slash careers. KFI AM 640. We're live everywhere on the iHeartRadio app. It's the Mo Kelly Show. And now it's time to tell you about the Pinky Cole Experience Tour, which will feature celebrities, executive chefs, slutty vegan food trucks serving mouth-watering dishes from her recipe book, Eat Plants, Biatch, which is now available. And the tour features an exclusive book signing with Pinky Cole herself. DJs will be there, special surprise guests in each city, and much more. Pinky Cole is the working mom visionary behind the slutty vegan restaurants, which have just taken over. Known for changing the world with her vegan comfort food philanthropy and activism the u.s end of the pinky cole experience tour will take pinky and friends to venues in five cities with stops in new york atlanta la dallas and baltimore but right now she's stopping right here on the mo kelly show pinky cole wow what a treat so nice to meet you it's so nice to meet you as well and first of all thank you for that intro I feel like I need to take you everywhere with me. <laughs> <laughs> well, that means I'm doing my job. But I, I've yes, done my are. homework on you. And in four years, you've developed a $100 million company. I say company because your business is more than just the restaurants. It's more than just the food. Where did the vision come from? Where did that dream come from? So I've been dreaming all of my life, Mo. Um I remember when I was a kid and I'm like, I'm going to make it. I'm going to be a star. And I didn't know that it was going to come in the form of a restaurant because I just thought that I was just going to have these big grand plans doing something different. But I was a television producer when I came up with Study Vegan. And it was only supposed to be a ghost concept. And what came from a ghost concept and turned into a multi-million dollar company, I'm still trying to figure out how we got here. (laughs) Right. But I know that it's all divine. And the story was already written. And here I am, people standing in line every single day for burgers, pies and fries and an amazing experience, something that I would have never expected. See, that's why I wanted to talk to you, because they know your glory, but they may not know your story. They may think that you're just about food, but there's also some faith in there as well, because I know most restaurants fail. Full stop. Even more restaurants, (laughs) which are specialty in nature, fail. Full stop. But it takes more than just good tasting food to connect with people. How did you manage to find that connection with people? Because I know um, 
Slutty Vegan was not your first restaurant outing. That wasn't your first try out there. And it wasn't even vegan in nature. So how did you find that connection with people? So, you know, it's interesting because when I had my first restaurant, I don't believe that I was totally being authentic. Well, I wasn't being totally authentic with the people, right? I was vegetarian serving jerk chicken. Now, how that makes sense? The mask wasn't magic, right? The mask was not It's not funny, but it's funny. (laughs) Right. But I realized I needed to not be in alignment in that restaurant to then create Slutty Vegan and do exactly uh, uh, what I do in my real life and be authentic to my core. I am vegan. In real life. So I get to share vegan food with people who have never even experienced it before. So it's authentic. It's real. It's organic. And that's why it works. That's number one. Number two, people love me and my personality. Like how I am with you is how I am with everybody. Mm -hmm. And they feel the rawness and they feel the fact that I'm just a big dreamer. Somebody who literally just had a dollar in a dream and just wants to get it by any means necessary. And lastly, that community element that makes people fall in love with the brand is probably one of the most important, crucial pieces of the business. What we do is build ecosystem. Right. Mm -hmm. So we use Slutty Vegan and the Pinky Cold Foundation as an opportunity to provide resources to people that need them. And I'm talking about immediate resources. So, you know how people are like, I got a foundation and um, I ain't writing nothing up. This ain't about just a write off. Mm -hmm. Right. This is about really helping people in the community and showing people that you can have an opportunity to be the best version of yourself, no matter what the circumstance looks like. And we're going to teach you about financial literacy and we're going to offer black men life insurance and we're going to help pay the debts for uh, local businesses and I could go on and on and on but that's why people love and want to be a part of the brand. Now when we started the conversation I, I was asking you about your company, about your vision, about your dream but at the end of the day you are still a restaurateur and Still, the food needs to taste good. I know as someone, my wife is vegan or she bounces in and out of vegan every now and then. That's, but that's another story. I know that it's taken some years for vegan food to really start tasting really good in a comfort food sense. The analogs to meat. Was that a barrier earlier on? Is it being able to offer really good tasting vegan options? You know, veganism has had so much evolution in the last couple of years, right? So... There are vegan food that is nasty. <laughs> There's vegan food <laughs> right. that tastes really, really good. Nasty. I think I got fortunate enough to correct the formula because as a almost 10 year vegan, I know really, really good food. Yes. I know what people want to eat. And how I approach this is that I want the meat eater to like it. The vegans have already figured it out. But if I can get the meat eater to say that it's good, I know that I'm doing something right. So we have continued to make sure that we are consistent in our approach to food, put love in the food. And even if that means like perfecting the recipes, every time we get an opportunity to, if something is off, we do that. Because I don't want people to say, oh, this is a good vegan restaurant. No, this is a good restaurant that has good food and it so happens to be vegan. Tell me more about your philanthropic endeavors, that ecosystem, the people that you're helping, the people that you're touching. And I know that Slutty Vegan is a means to an end and your heart is with people. But what other things are you trying to accomplish? So I created the foundation in 2019 and I wanted to bridge that generational wealth gap. So if you've seen me in the media doing things with my foundation, if you've heard about what we do, we really care about giving back to people. Just recently, I provided LLCs to over 800 college graduates at Clark Atlanta University so that they can jumpstart their pathway to 
entrepreneurship. And I've never seen anything like that. They didn't teach us that in high school. Right. Mm -hmm. And in college, they teach accounting. But like to really walk away with a degree and an LLC, like that's a major gift. Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. And, and, And it means so much to the forward future in the college student. And I'm glad that we were able to do that. I've partnered with the Department of Juvenile Justice to make sure that juveniles have a second chance at life, because oftentimes when people make mistakes, they get written off like they don't even exist or not human. And I wanted people to feel human when they come around me in my space and in my atmosphere. So we, we've done so much work with that. We've provided life insurance to black men who make $30,000 or less. And we partnered with Prudential to do that. So if you made $30,000 or less, we made sure that you had your own policy. You get to choose your beneficiary and you own your policy. So we find ways to be able to be a steward in the community so that people don't feel like they ain't got nobody. All right. Cause now. I know what it feels like not to have nobody. And the, the, the foundation really is just that support system all the way around. If you're just tuning in, my guest on the line is pinky Cole. We're going to talk about in earnest in the next segment, the pinky Cole experience tour, which is going to be coming to LA. They have stops all around the country. I love this energy. I love this conversation more with pinky Cole in just a moment. This is the Mo Kelly show. KFI AM six We're live everywhere on the iHeartRadio app. KFI AM 640. This is the Mo Kelly Show. And if you're just tuning in, joining me right now via Zoom is Pinky Cole. We're talking about the Pinky Cole Experience Tour, which is going to feature celebrities, executive chefs. And I'm talking with Pinky Cole, the the CEO and curator, if you will, of Slutty Vegan. She has restaurants all around the country. And Pinky, let me bring you back into the conversation. Let's talk about this experience tour. What should we expect when you come to L.A.? So when I decided to do a tour, well, first of all, let me back up. So my book came out this week. It's called Eat Plants, Bitch. And it is a cookbook that has 91 recipes for your meat-loving mind. And I created this book because I wanted people to be able to create, to take the slutty vegan experience home. And this book is really to show people that veganism is not hard. And whatever step of the journey that you're on, we're going to meet you where you at. Mm-hmm. And in meeting you where you at, I wanted people to fall in love with the book. And I also wanted them to understand that we're going to have a book tour and it's not going to feel like a stuffy book tour. We're going to have a party and it's going to be fun and it's going to feel good. And that's exactly what we've done. We went to New York. New York was a vibe that Fresh came on stage. Little Mo came on stage. Like we just had a ball. And now I'm coming to the Regent Theater in L.A., on Monday, and I'm excited about it because we got so many surprises, so many people coming through, and we're talking about life, excellence, entrepreneurship, spirituality, friendship, family, all the things that you want to talk about, we're talking about on this tour. More importantly, we are talking about vegan and plant-based living and how to adapt to the lifestyle through this cookbook. Now, I know that you know this, but some people listening may not know this. You may present this in New York And you may get one type of response. If you come to L.A. and it's a different type of crowd, you'll probably get a different response. What type of response are you seeing as you travel around the country? Because I think we're catching up to the vegan lifestyle at different stages and different points. Who's ahead and who's behind in this race? You know, it's interesting because I feel like everybody is on the same page. Mm, Okay. And and I say that because everywhere we go, we get lines down the block. Everywhere we go, people want to know what the hype is. And whether you're coming to know 
if the food is good to see if the food is really hyped up to be what it is or if you're coming because you just really love the movement of pinky co and slutty vegan you coming and however you come that ain't up to me but what happens when you leave is my responsibility and when you leave you're going to feel like you can reimagine food in another way so i'm excited about the evolution of veganism and plant-based living especially more people of color tapping into this lifestyle in a way where they don't have to feel restricted and like all or nothing like you could just incorporate options into your menu so i feel like people are progressing and it feels good to see it all right tell me about some of your favorite dishes to either create or just eat for yourself in other words you may be cooking for other people and you may like to do a certain type of dish to impress them and there's something that you just like to create for yourself because it just tastes damn good so i love curry chickpeas i'm a chickpea girl I'm Jamaican, so I'll eat curry chickpeas with some rice and peas and some cabbage and some plant and then keep it moving. And that <laughs> you, is like you're good to go. <laughs> yeah, and I'm and I'm good to go. But I also love mushrooms. Mushrooms is the chicken of the forest, right? So like it has the texture and it has the flavor if you know how to season food really good with herbs and spices. So I love mataki mushrooms and I love king oyster mushrooms. And I can make a mushroom sandwich that tastes better than the chicken sandwich that you had last week. What? And you know, I get super creative. Like, I love food. Like, I love eating food more than I love cooking it. <laughs> so that means that I got to get creative to cook it so that I can eat it. <laughs> okay. What are some of the things that, that have really improved in recent years? We, you said that there's some nasty vegan food and, and food has really gotten better. What are some of those things in a general sense? Maybe it's preparation techniques. Maybe it's these other um, analogs where they've created something which tastes more like chicken. It may be processed on one hand or it may be natural like mushrooms. What is are some of the improvements that you can specifically point to? Well, you can't even tell the difference between a plant-based cheese and I'm sure regular cheese. And I'm like, are you sure this is vegan? Mm. Like, I got a triple check. So when I talk about innovation and evolution when it comes to vegan food, people are now duplicating the meat option. And you can't even tell the difference. So I see the change and the shift in the food. I also see when you think about, like, burgers, right? Back in the day, you used to eat one type of burger. A bean burger, and that's about all you were going to get. And that was nasty. a vegan that was American nasty. style sandwich. Yes. <laughs> and that was nasty, right? <laughs> Today, you have uh, Impossible, you got Beyond Meat, you got Morningstar. Like, there's so many options to choose from. New Breed, which is a new brand coming out. Like, there's so many options to choose from that you don't feel like you have to limit yourself because you don't know what to eat. You can go to the grocery store and literally go in every single aisle and there are plant-based items. And I like to believe that Pinky Cole had something to do with that. Mm, right? Mm, like, go ahead. I, I, I like <laughs> to say that Pinky Cole and Slutty Vegan was a core anchor in making people feel that it is possible to have vegan options on your menus in your restaurants. And people are going to buy it because now it's more accessible. People aren't looking like, oh, it's vegan, so I don't want to buy it. People are like, okay, I'm going to get it. It's plant-based or not. I'm going to get it because it tastes good. Okay, I have about 30 seconds left with you. And I know you're going to be here in L.A. tomorrow on Monday. I'm speaking to you on this Sunday evening. So people are just probably catching up to this. What should they expect when they get to the Regent Theater, which is 448 South Main Street. You're going to just parachute in, skydive in. Who are you bringing <laughs> with you? What can you tell us real quick? So, first of all, MC Light is moderating. Oh! So, you know if I got a legend moderating, oh, oh, everything Light else is, is a rock. Is <laughs> 
Yes. <laughs> you know everything else is going to be fantastic. I might just fly in. Who knows? I might just come with my parachute. But <laughs> what I can tell you for sure, it is going to be a vibe. It is nothing that you've ever seen before in your life. And before you get there, make sure that you go online and get your tickets at Ticketmaster.com. And also make sure that you go online or go to your local bookstore to buy Eat Plants Bitch right now because the goal of the exercise is to make it a New York Times bestseller. And with the help of people listening, we will continue to shift the narrative when you support a book like this one. The Pinky Cole Experience Tour is coming to L.A. tomorrow, as in Monday at the Regent Theater. Go out and get her new book, Eat Plants Biatch, now available. <laughs> Pinky Cole, I've always wanted to talk to you, and I'm so glad that you were able to share your philanthropic work and how you are changing not only people's diets, but communities as well. I salute you. Much success to you, Pinky Thank Cole. You. Thank you so much. Ignorance is bliss. We have zero. Bliss. <laughs> Completely blissless. KFI. And KOST HD2. Los Angeles, Orange County. Live everywhere on the iHeartRadio app. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.